0: Hello, this is Dr. Ed Hill, host of This Week in the Word, where we grow in our knowledge of the Word of God and our walk with Christ. You joined us for the episode for Sunday, December 12, 2021. It's entitled, 21 Bible Prophecy Predictions. So thanks for joining us in this series in Matthew's Messiah, and we're going to get right to it. So we're so glad you're here and you found us somehow at Dr. Ed Hill dotpodbean.com Well, 21 Bible Prophecy Predictions. You know, we've all heard the phrase, Elvis has left the building. And that's said as a joke, because Elvis is not coming back. But you know, Jesus, when we get to Matthew 24, Jesus has left the temple. That's no joke. But Jesus is coming back. Now, that we're talking there when we say that about the second coming, the return of Jesus Christ, That is not the rapture of the church. It's its own event at the end of the tribulation period. And yet we see the shadows of the second coming, and they are falling across the church age that we live in right now. Now, I want to teach you something today. Your hermeneutic determines your interpretation. That is, the way you you approach Scripture determines how you're going to break scripture apart and interpret it. A literal hermeneutic leads to a logical, literal interpretation of scripture. Now, that doesn't mean that things that are obviously symbolic, that we make those literal, but we just take the word at face value for what it says. If Judas is going to betray Christ for 30 pieces of silver, that's what it means. And yet many people today, especially many pastors, have an allegorical hermeneutic. That is, they approach the Bible as if God has a hard time saying what he means, which he doesn't, of course, and they spiritualize most of what the Bible says. And that leads to a ridiculous allegorical interpretation of the Bible. It waters it down for sure. I'll give you an example In the Bible, Israel is Israel and the church is the church. The church is not present in the Old Testament. It's a mystery that hasn't been revealed yet in the Old Testament. And also the church, once it is revealed under the New Testament, it is not present on the earth in Revelations chapters 4 through 18. Yet before that, in Revelation 1 through 3, we see church, 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 and then all of a sudden it's absent. But then it shows up again in chapter 19 of Revelation when Christ returns with the church to the earth, and that's the second coming. Well, where did the church go? It was raptured. It was not on the earth in Revelation 4 through 18. Now, you see what we're saying there? If you don't get it yet, that's okay. Okay. But many of you understand what I'm saying. Now, the Bible wants us to test its truth claims. The Bible holds a unique championship. The Bible is the all-time heavyweight champion book of the world. And the reason is the Bible makes predictions about the future and they have come true. No other books do that. They may make the predictions, but they don't happen. But the Bible it cannot be matched. For example, there are 60 major messianic prophecies in the Bible. about That is about the coming of the Lord Jesus Christ as a Messiah. And those 60 major prophecies have about 300 smaller ramifications. Now, let me give you an example, and I'm going to give you some numerical examples. And I've got to tell you up front, me and Numbers... Wow, math is definitely not my major. Uh, my math is right about 90% of the time, and that's good enough for me. Who cares about the other 5%? <laughs> Get it? Anyway, let's say of those 60 messianic prophecies that you might say, well, any, any major great leader in world history could be said to have fulfilled those. Well, not so. And let's just take eight only eight of the 60 major messianic prophecies that Christ fulfilled. Do you know the chances of any one person in world history being able to do just eight of those? Here's where the eggheads come in and help me out. Somebody who is a true math egghead figure this out, and it was peer-tested. It's, 10, it's one chance in 10 to the 17th power. What number is that, Pastor It's a big number. In other words, it's, it's impossible. But he did come up with an example for people like me, even I can understand this. Let's say, here, let me give you an uh, example of what this would be. The chance of any one person in world history fulfilling just eight of these prophecies. We take the, take the state of Texas, we fill it two feet deep in silver dollars we uniquely mark one of those silver dollars. We toss it in the state, we use this gigantic bulldozer to mix it up, so now nobody knows where that one marked silver dollar is. Then I blindfold you, and the chance that you could pick up that marked silver dollar on the first try, you know what your chance is? Only one in 10 to the 17th power. In other words, it's statistically impossible. Now here's an interesting fact. When the Bible makes predictions, they are literally fulfilled, not symbolically, not allegorically. As I mentioned earlier, Jesus, it was, it was predicted that he would be betrayed for 30 pieces of silver, not 29 pieces of gold. And that's what he was betrayed for, 30 pieces of silver. It was predicted that he would be buried with the rich in his death. And it's exactly what happened. He wasn't cremated with the poor people, (laughs) to use a a silly example. Exactly what was said would happen is exactly what happened. Now, we're going to look today at 21 Bible prophecy predictions, which will literally be fulfilled. Underline literally. All right, Matthew 24, verses 1 through 15. Here's the first one. Bible prophecy prediction 1 the temple destruction. In Matthew 24, let's read in verse 1, And Jesus went out and departed from the temple, and his disciples came to him for to show him the buildings of the temple. And Jesus said unto them, See ye not all these things? Verily I say unto you, There shall not be left here one stone upon another that shall not be thrown down. Now, that's a jaw-dropping prediction for everyone to have heard him say, and then they would watch after that to see if it actually happened. This was a 35-acre temple complex. It was exquisitely constructed. It was truly beautiful. I would say it was the eighth wonder of the world, in my opinion. And guess what? What Jesus predicted was literally fulfilled About 40 years after this, in 70 AD, and we know who did it. The 10th Roman Legion under Vespasian and Titus. And literally, what Jesus said about not one stone to be left upon another, that's literally true. Because when the temple was burned, the gold of the temple ran down between the cracks in the stones, and it was ordered that they all be separated in order to retrieve the gold. Wow. Wow. Now, here's another thing. Many people say that what we are about to hear Jesus predict was all fulfilled in 70 AD. No way. You have to spiritualize his words and bend them beyond recognition to make them fit 70 AD. So this is the point. What Jesus predicted about the temple was literally fulfilled, and what he predicts about the future will also be literally fulfilled. No spiritualizing allowed. Now, often Bible prophecy has a double fulfillment, one fulfillment in the short term to verify that it's, it's the real deal, and one in the long term. And the awful events of 70 AD when the Romans sacked Jerusalem and destroyed the temple was, it was on a local scale only. In other words, just right there around Jerusalem in Israel. They are, they are the shadows of a greater event, the greater events that are going to happen in the prophetic future. But they are not the ultimate fulfillment of everything we're gonna hear Jesus predict right now. Verse three. And as he sat upon the Mount of Olives, the disciples came unto him privately, saying, Tell us, when shall these things be? And what shall be the sign of thy coming and of the end of the world? Now notice here, these are three questions about the second coming, not about the rapture of the church. So what we're going to read about relates to the second coming of the Lord. But many of these events we could see shadows being cast our way right now, I think, in what is going to happen in the future. And yet the amazing thing is we live in a time when most preachers refuse to preach on Bible prophecy. They will answer for that. What a ridiculous shame. Now let's see Bible prophecy prediction number two, spiritual deception. Look at Matthew 24, four and five. And Jesus answered and said unto them, Take heed that no man deceive you, for many shall come in my name, saying, I am Christ, and shall deceive many. So the future is going to be characterized by spiritual deception. Do we see that going on today? Absolutely. And this is just a start. Wait till, wait till it all unfolds in the tribulation period. Here's Bible prophecy prediction number three. The future will be an age of war. Verse six, and ye shall hear of wars and rumors of wars. See that ye be not troubled, for all these things must come to pass. But the end is not yet. The 20th century was considered to be the century of war. There was more war in the 20th century than probably all the century before it combined, it seems like. And yet, it was only a warm-up for the 21st century. Now, after the American military collapse in Afghanistan, listen, I'm a fan of the American military. I am incensed about what we saw happen. But there's no doubt about it. It is viewed by the world as a military collapse. That was a game-changer, let me tell you, because the enemies of America and of freedom now see that we, are, we have become a weakened nation militarily, not because of the soldiers, but because of the leadership that we have. I'll put that in quote marks, and that includes joint chiefs of staff. Now, Israel, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give you a prediction here. Israel will destroy Iran's nuclear threat. Say well, how can you say that? <laughs> Here's why: Israel went on its defense minister went on national live TV in Israel, and he said that he and the prime minister were in agreement that Israel will destroy Iran's nuclear capability. It's going to happen. So uh, that's a that's a war, a rumor of war, right? And then Russia, if that happens, I believe it will. At some point, Israel has to do that, or they will be destroyed by Iran. So, why do you say that? Because Iran said they were going to do that. Come on, people, wake up. When that happens, then Russia, Syria, and Turkey, and the Stans—who's that? That's the, you know, Uzbekistan, Kazakhstan, all the Stan countries. They are Muslim, they will invade Israel. And that's predicted in Ezekiel 38 and 39. Now they'll do that, but God's gonna miraculously destroy the invasion. But when God does that, that will leave a power vacuum for global government. And the rapture of the church, it could happen before the uh invasion of Israel in Ezekiel 38 and 39, or it could happen after. We don't know. We don't know whether it's before or after, but we know that it's coming up in the future. It will happen. And for that to happen, there had to be an Israel. Well, guess what? Israel was reborn in May 1948, and it was done in a day, just like God predicted it would happen when the UN declared that it was now a country. This has never happened before in world history. No country has ever gone out of business been non-existent for 2,000 years and come back as a country with its own language. Come on, people, wake up. You know, when it comes to war, the best window for war is during the Biden administration. Trust me on that. The military at the top is too busy being woke and too busy, therefore, to defend liberty. Can anybody say Afghanistan one more time? $85 $85 billion worth of elite military equipment was left for the Taliban to capture. I think that will be coming toward Israel soon. I don't know when, but it's going to happen. Here's Bible prophecy prediction number four. Global chaos for nations shall rise against nation. And that word nation there is, is like ethnics ethnicities okay we hear a lot about that today this this ethnic group that ethnic group for nation shall rise against nation and kingdom against kingdom and there shall be famines and pestilences and earthquakes and divers or that means widespread in divers places all these are the beginning of sorrows so jesus shows here that One of the predictions for the future is just global chaos. Wars, rumors of wars, nations, ethnicities rising against ethnicities, kingdom against kingdom, famines, pestilence, earthquakes in diverse places. And he he says, "This, this is just the start of it. It's going to get a lot worse. Here's Bible prediction, Bible prophecy prediction number five, Jewish persecution in Matthew 24, 9. Then shall they deliver you up to be afflicted. Who is he talking to? The disciples. Every single one of them were Jewish. So he's he's basically looking at them and it's going to apply to their, their descendants, their nation down the road. Then they shall deliver you up to be afflicted and shall kill you and you shall be hated of all nations for my name's sake. Did you know the world is not happy with people who really love Jesus, especially for Jewish people who love Jesus as Messiah? He is, by the way, the true Messiah of the Jewish people. So if you're Jewish today, get with it. Come on, Jesus, your Messiah, has come. Trust in him. Then here's Bible prophecy prediction number six, personal betrayal. Matthew 24, 10. And then shall many be offended. hear about anybody being offended today? And then shall many be offended and shall betray one another and shall hate one another. You know, with the advent of social credit scores, artificial intelligence, surveillance cameras, and governments just telling people to rat out other people, it's easy to see that we are going to be facing more and more in the future personal betrayal. Then Bible prophecy prediction number seven, fake prophets. Matthew twenty four eleven, And many false prophets shall rise and shall deceive many. Well, that's been going on a long time, and it's going to get worse and worse and worse. Bible prophecy prediction number eight, lawlessness increases. Matthew 24, 12, it says, and because iniquity shall abound. Now, that's just half of a verse here. But let's hang on to that half just a minute. And because iniquity shall abound. That word iniquity means lawlessness. Lawlessness will increase more and more. Did you know as I record this, there are stores that are being robbed by robbery gangs that roll up with 60 or 80 people just go in and clean out the store. And then, you know, there's just there's just murder and mayhem and chaos that goes on all over the place all the time Anyway. And governments are becoming lawless. When when people rely on their laws and their constitutions, governments around the world are just saying, well, we don't care. We're in power and we'll do whatever we want. That's lawlessness, and it's going to get worse and worse. Bible prophecy prediction number nine, love decreases. So go back to Matthew twenty-four, twelve, And because iniquity shall abound, the love of many shall wax cold love, you know, for people, I mean, giving people a break, putting yourself in somebody else's shoes and trying to treat them like you would want to be treated, that's going to that's going to go down for sure. One of the reasons for that is is people are going to be burnt by all this lawlessness and they're just going to become very skeptical and careful. And that makes a lot of sense. Here's Bible prophecy prediction number 10, a secure salvation that is if you're saved during the tribulation, you belong to Jesus, you're not going to be lost. You're going to make it through, whether, whether that's through martyrdom and you're instantly with him or you live through the tribulation. The point is you're not going to be lost eternally. He can keep you, absolutely. Look in Matthew 24, 13. But he that shall endure unto the end, the same shall be saved. So just an emphasis on the security of that salvation. Then there's Bible prophecy prediction number eleven: a global gospel, Matthew twenty four fourteen, and this gospel of the kingdom shall be preached in all the world for a witness unto all nations, and then shall the end come. You see, we're we're reminded here for people who turn to Christ during the tribulation, so they they're not raptured because the rapture has already happened, but. They realize Jesus is the true Messiah and they turn to Him, but you know, now they're in the tribulation period. They're told here, I think, they're just encouraged, like, hey, don't accept the kingdom of the Antichrist, that false kingdom that's set up. Wait for the true kingdom of Jesus Christ. And you know, they'll they'll be able to hang in there and do that. So the gospel is going to be proclaimed globally. This is more possible today now than ever before in world history. Now, Bible prophecy prediction number 12, the Antichrist revealed, Matthew 24, 15. When ye therefore shall see the abomination of desolation, so that's that's something that completely desecrates and desolates the temple of God. When ye therefore shall see the abomination of desolation spoken of by Daniel the prophet, Stand in the holy place. Whoso readeth, let him understand. We're just going to stop there. I I just got to tell you right here, I don't have time in this brief podcast to explain all of this, but you must read the book of Daniel to understand what this verse just said. You must read the book of Daniel to understand the book of the revelation of Christ, Jesus Christ, the last book in the Bible. We think about pandemic pandemic, prisons in Australia, Canada, and Germany, where entire countries are locked down, and people who are unvaccinated are being taken, literally taken, and imprisoned, that's real. Even if you're saying, I I don't know about that. I never heard of that. Well, listen, uh, you need to listen to more than just the mainstream media, and you're going to find out that this is, in fact, going on, and it's probably coming to a country near you eventually. All the uh, talk of vaccine passports and things like Amazon Grab and Go where, where there's no cash, there's nobody that really really runs it. You know, you just go in, you don't even check out, it's all taken off of a card. I mean, say, that's totally weird. I saw my first one of those in, at the airport in Fort Worth, Texas a few weeks ago. It's creepy. Why? Because eventually, Total control will be gained where the only way to buy and sell is to do it with the mark. Are you you getting the picture? The inflation that is going on worldwide right now, I believe, is intentional to crash the currencies of all the nations of the world so that the global elite say, oh, no, here goes conspiracy theory. No, I'm talking about World Economic Forum, who wants a global government, that they can just replace all currencies with digital cashless systems, a cashless economy, where that you can be funded or defunded with the click of a mouse. This is an intentional crashing of the world economy. I mean, You just got to trust me on that. The World Economic Forum, led by Klaus Schwab, is busy using climate change and medical tyranny to establish a global government as rapidly as possible. Say, so are you just making that up? No, I am not. Go read about them and read their ultimate aims. Now, they'll put it in glowing terms, but I mean, you know, read through the words and realize what's happening. Now Satan is going to use this global government to usher in the Antichrist who will emerge through that global government. He won't be the leader initially, but he's going to emerge through that as the unchallenged leader of the world. And he will require the mark of the beast that you've heard about. Now in our day, we're hearing about digital passports so that you can be allowed to buy and sell And I think this is conditioning people to eventually accept the mark of the beast. And whatever it will finally be, it's going to be bad. And we are being conditioned and prepped for that as a world. Sweden, by the way, you need to research Sweden, is well on its way to this kind of thing. Now, here's Bible prophecy prediction number 13. Israel will be persecuted. Matthew 24, 16. Then let them which be in Judea flee into the mountains. Now, where are they? They're in Judea. Where is that? That's the area right around Jerusalem. This is not some other place in the world. This is in Israel, all right? Then let them which be in Judea flee into the mountains. Let him which is on the housetop not come down to take anything out of his house. Neither let him which is in the field return back to take his clothes. And woe unto them that are with child and to them that give suck in those days, but pray that your flight be not in the winter, neither on the Sabbath day. Listen, this prediction of a great persecution by the Antichrist of the Jewish people, beginning in Jerusalem and going out across the world, and, and also anybody else who believes in Jesus, all right? Listen. It's going to start in Judea, just like Jesus said. That's Israel. That's not the church. That's not somewhere else in the world. He is literally warning of a future day and time, a specific day and time, when the Antichrist will unleash fierce persecution of the Jews starting at the temple in Jerusalem, requiring everyone to bow down and worship the image of the beast, And it will spread out not only to Jews, but all Jesus worshipers globally. But but, but Pastor Ed, there isn't a temple in Jerusalem. How can this happen? Well, there will be soon. It will be rebuilt. It has to be. Just as Israel had to be back in the land, the temple has to be rebuilt in Jerusalem. And the Antichrist may well help in making that come about because he is going to use that temple at the midpoint of the tribulation to proclaim that he is God. Pastor Eric, where in the world are you getting that? Go read 2 Thessalonians chapter 2, and the Apostle Paul will lay it all out for you. You need to read your Bibles more. Now, it's interesting that right now, as I record this in December 2021, There are practices scheduled in Jerusalem to to get ready for conducting temple worship. I don't know exactly how they're doing that, but it's on their hearts and minds. And you can learn more about people who want to rebuild the temple by researching the Temple Institute in Jerusalem. And your eyes are about to be reopened. (laughs) Here's Bible prophecy prediction number 14, the great tribulation. Matthew twenty-four twenty-one. For then shall be great tribulation, such as was not since the beginning of the world, to this time, no, nor ever shall be. And except those days should be shortened, there should no flesh be saved. But for the elect's sake, those days shall be shortened." Now, listen to me. This was not, not, not fulfilled in 70 AD. What happened is 70 AD when the temple was destroyed, that was local. It wasn't all over the world. And there have been many, many events in history since that time far worse than that time was, like the Black Death, the uh, Black Plague, the Bubonic Plague, all of the nuclear weapons that have been used here and there and you just just line up events that were far worse than that all the people that died in world war ii for example so this that we're looking at right here jesus talks about the great tribulation is a second half of what is called the 70th week of daniel a week of years three and a half years that are the start of the tribulation but then the the last three and a half are the great tribulation. Now go read the prophet Daniel. There are also other episodes on this week in the Word, like under the series Future Trends, where you can learn more about this. It is the time of Jacob's trouble as was predicted by the prophets. It will be impossible to survive that time without God's help. That's why it's the great tribulation. That's why it not, was not fulfilled in 70 AD. This is yet future. Bible Prophecy Prediction number 15, False Miracles. Then if any man shall say unto you, Lo, here is Christ, or there, believe it not, for there shall arise false Christ and false prophets and shall show great signs and wonders insomuch that if it were possible, they shall deceive the very elect. Behold, I have told you before. Well, that speaks for itself. Bible prophecy prediction number 16 sudden return. Wherefore, if they shall say unto you, Behold, he is in the desert, go not forth. Behold, he is in the secret, secret chambers, believe it not. For as the lightning cometh out of the east and shineth even unto the west, so shall also the coming of the Son of Man be. For wheresoever the carcass is, there will the eagles be gathered together. So the return of Christ, when that happens, when he returns to judge the Antichrist, it will be sudden at the end of the seven-year tribulation. It will be literally seen by everyone on earth. Now the rapture, the world doesn't see. It only sees the effects of millions of believers missing. And yet everyone is going to see Christ returning in the second coming. Those are not the same events. And it won't matter if CNN, MS, MS, NBC, or Fox News Channel cover it or not. They may try to hide it. It will be visible. Everybody will know. You won't have to be told about it. You already know about it. And here's Bible prophecy prediction number 17. Heavenly upheaval. Matthew 24, 29, immediately after the tribulation of those days shall the sun be darkened and the moon shall not give her light and the stars shall fall from heaven and the powers of the heavens shall be shaken. So this instability in the heavenlies, I don't know what all that involves. There are prophecies about that that the Lord is alluding to here. It will happen There will be heavenly upheaval, and when it happens, you will see it matches exactly what he said right here. Here's Bible prophecy prediction number 18, the sign of the Son of Man, verse 30 in Matthew 24. And then shall appear the sign of the Son of Man in heaven, and then shall all the tribes of the earth mourn, and they shall see the Son of Man coming in the clouds of heaven with power and great glory, let me tell you, friends, all the unbelievers on that are still on the earth at that time, they're not going to be happy about Jesus coming back. Now, those who believe in him will be, but the world at large is going to hate the fact that he's coming back. fact, under the Antichrist, they're going to try to prevent it, and that'll last about a nanosecond because they can't stop him. Bible prophecy prediction number 19, angelic deliverance. Matthew twenty four thirty one, And he shall send his angels with a great sound of a trumpet, and they shall gather together his elect from the four winds, from one end of heaven to the other. Now, by the way, why are they being gathered? Because they are going into the kingdom that he's setting up. They made it through the tribulation, and they're going to be part of the kingdom, his kingdom, this thousand-year kingdom, the real one on the earth. So they're gathered together. Verse 32, now learn a parable of the fig tree. When its branches yet tender and putteth forth leaves, ye know that summer is nigh. So likewise, ye, when ye shall see all these things, know that it is near, even at the doors. All right, Bible prophecy prediction 20, certain fulfillment. Verse 34 of Matthew 24, Verily I say unto you, this generation shall not pass till all these things be fulfilled. Heaven and earth shall pass away, but my words shall not pass away. But of that day and hour knoweth no man, no, not the angels of heaven, but my Father only. So this is something that the Father has kept within his own counsel so that at least on the earth, the Lord Jesus Christ, the Son, did not know, and I I do not know if he knows now, but whenever that day and time come, then he is going to return. Now, I want you to write that on a rock and bury it. It's going to happen. It'll be true when you dig that rock up. Jesus Christ is going to come back. Now, here's Bible privacy prediction number 21, the days of Noah, verse 37 in Matthew 24. But as the days of Noah were, so shall also the coming of the Son of Man be. For as in the days that were before the flood, they were eating and drinking, marrying and giving in marriage, until the day that Noah entered into the ark and knew not until the flood came and took them all away, so shall also the coming of the Son of Man be. Then shall two be in the field, the one shall be taken and the other left. Two women shall be grinding at the mill, the one shall be taken and the other left. Listen, Jesus, in in terms of talking about the literal actuality of a future return, he used the historical example of Noah and the flood. It was real, and nobody believed it was coming, and they didn't believe it until they were drowning, until it was too late. And that's the way much of the world is about the return of Christ. People laugh about it, joke about it. Well, it's no joking matter. He is going to return. Now, here's a Bible prophecy prediction warning from the Lord Jesus Christ. Matthew 24, verse 42. Watch, therefore, for ye know not what hour your Lord doth come. But know this, that if the good man of the house had known in what watch the thief would come, he would have watched it would not have suffered his house to be broken up. Therefore be ye also ready, for in such an hour as ye think not, the Son of Man cometh. Who then is a faithful and wise servant whom his Lord hath made ruler over his household to give them meat in due season? Blessed is that servant, whom his Lord, when he cometh, shall find so doing. Verily I say unto you, that he shall make him ruler over all his goods. But, and if that evil servant shall say in his heart, my Lord delayeth his coming, and shall begin to smite his fellow servants, and to eat and drink with the drunken, the Lord of that servant shall come in a day when he looketh not for him, and in an hour that he is not aware of, and shall cut him asunder and appoint him his portion with the hypocrites. There shall be weeping and gnashing of teeth. People, get ready. There's a train of coming. Amen. Listen, I'm going to give you a phone number. Some of you need to find out if you're a Christian or not. Some of you know you're not, and you need to become one. Here's the phone number, 877-247-2426. I want you to know that with Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, you can know for sure how your eternity will turn out. Instead of continuing to follow Satan and being condemned with him to an eternal hell, you can turn today and follow Jesus Christ and be welcome into heaven with him. 877-247-2426. Someone at that number will help you get your life uh, given over to the Lord Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. Some of you may even want to chat at chataboutjesus.com, chataboutjesus.com and someone will chat with you about Jesus Christ. Romans 3.23 says, For all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. Romans 6.23 says, For the wages of sin is death, but the gift of God is eternal life through Jesus Christ our Lord. I hope that you will turn to Christ today if you're not a Christian. If you are a Christian, I hope... What we've looked at today encourages you in your living for Jesus and expecting his rapture of the church at any moment because we know what's coming on the world in the future and we can already see those shadows being cast upon the days in which we live. Thank you for listening today. I pray that this has uh, been a great experience for you. It's probably... (laughs) blown your mind in some ways if you're not in the Bible a lot. And listen, let me say this. If you're not sure about what I've gone over today, don't doubt my 45 plus years of study of Bible prophecy. There's no way I can give to you in this short podcast what has been put into 45 years of Bible study. All right. You just have to trust me on that. But go back and read Daniel, read Ezekiel, read the book of the Revelation, and it's all going to become increasingly clear to you. Thanks for listening today. I look forward to sharing the Word of God with you in our next episode. Like this episode and subscribe to This Week in the Word. Share it with somebody right where you are who needs to listen today. Bye-bye.